So this is at Avoiding the Issue, Issue 11, with uh, me, Joe Tarpey, Bob Craddock. Alright. And um, Danger T. Oh, Mitchell. Mitchell. Check yourself! <laughs> <laughs> is everyone alright? We having a... We having a... We all vibed up? I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Yeah, I'm buzzing. Absolutely. 2,299 downloads for the month of February. With the... Who? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I thought that we had a massive listenership, but I'm, I'm, I, I heard rumour on um, on Saturday that um, that Paul listens to the podcast to get himself to sleep when he's lonely, <laughs> which is pretty much every night yeah, nowadays. So, hey, whoa, <laughs> yeah, that was savage, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> savage, whoa, whoa. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Kick him out when he's sorry. down. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, that. that's right. Like pointy boots really, on. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry. In all fairness, I've only listened to it once to get me to sleep. Oh, you said uh, it was lovely the way you said it. I just, uh, for a little bit of company, <laughs> I just downloaded the podcast. I think it's weird that someone would want their own company to fall asleep to. Well, it's comforting. Is it comforting? Yeah. I'd, I'd be disturbed. It was like my mum was singing me a lullaby. In the same way that I like, I like the sound of people in bath. When I'm falling asleep, I like the sound of hoovers. You hang, sorry, hang on. You, you, <laughs> when you're falling asleep, you like the sound of people in baths. Yes. So how do you how do you simulate that, Paul? Because you, <laughs> <laughs> you ask Tom to go for a bath when you Tom off the bed now. So if you fancy a bath any time, no, that's one that you can't do. But how do you know you like it? <laughs> because I used to love it when I was a kid. What people in baths? Not generally people in baths, but if What does the sound of someone in a bath is sound like? Is it just the like? sound of water? Splosh kind of like. and... Splosh, yeah. splosh. Splosh, splosh. splosh. I don't, splosh. Splosh. I don't have a fucking clue. The tap running, then the heating clicks on. That's really comforting. Um, hoovers. Somebody hoovering up. Really comforting. The, no one the ever creme, hoovered up in our house. The creme de la creme. <laughs> Hair dryers. You think the sound of hair dryers gets you to sleep? If somebody's using a hair dryer in anywhere near me while I'm in bed, uh, it's it's the most beautiful thing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Which is why I always leave my laptop open because now it's getting a bit old and a bit shit, That's a bit worried. Yeah. Oh, so you like the sound of <laughs> your laptop worrying? Yeah, because it it makes me feel like somebody's drying their hair and that makes me fall asleep. <laughs> That's a bit weird. When, yeah, when, when, have you, when, when have you in your life gone to sleep with people drying their hair in your close proximity? I don't, it must have been after the bath, I guess. It must have been, well, I assume it was my mum, rather than my dad. But it was very comforting, because you go to sleep and you know that you saved these people around, it's fine. When I was a child, I used to go to sleep listening to, I had a, a little double cassette player that I, I kept on, like, volume one, right? And it was right next to my pillow. Because I had one of those bunk beds that was raised, but had no, it had no lower bunk, it had a den. I believe you fell off that. No, no, I fell off a... No, I, um, we went to... When, I think it was 1988, so I'd have been about six. We went to um, Belgium. We went to Brussels for the new year. And we stayed in a youth hostel. And I fell off the top bunk and broke my collarbone. But I didn't know I'd broken my collarbone. Because I, I w remember waking up with a strange Belgian man staring into my face on the bottom bunk, thinking, hmm, why am I on the bottom bunk? 
Uh, more importantly, Joe, why is this Belgian <laughs> man staring into your face? And yeah, I'd fallen out of the top bunk. And he was alright with that. Say again. So that's how you woke up? Yeah. Did I'd you fall- get into his bed or did he pick you up off the floor? Did he pick you up off the floor? Did he violently drag you down? Or were you still on the floor? Were you in the same bunk as the Belgian man? Knock you out. You and the Belgian man in the bunk together? Yeah, what went on here, Joe? I'm not quite sure how this confusion has arisen. But I was in a, a private room with my mum and her boyfriend in Belgium in a youth hostel. It wasn't a communal room. Sorry, should I have cleared that yeah, up from probably. the very start? So when did the Belgian man sneak in? It was a doctor. They called a doctor. I'm sure right. I said that. You didn't. You definitely no. didn't. You, you said, said it was you woke a Belgian up with man. a Belgian man staring into your eyes in the bottom bunk. Yeah, which is a little bit weird. Licking his lips. <laughs> a little bit. Rubbing his thighs going, ah. Yeah, it's a little bit more sinister than Le Louise. So anyway, then he um, so then he felt me up and um, I was rushed to hospital. And that was Not the end of your childhood. I was, ta- <laughs> <laughs> I was taken to hospital for an X-ray. Yeah, which... if you broke your collarbone, I imagine going to hospital in a calm manner is probably more effective yeah. than rushing you there. Yeah, I was taken to a Belgian hospital and I was X-rayed in um, what seeming what really felt like some kind of Nazi torture bunker. It really was like underground in what... I mean, I was six, it was like 22 years ago, if, but I, if, I'm, if I'm thinking about it, 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 it was in a car park. It was actually in a car park. Right, so basically what happened was you got abducted by um, a Belgian fellow after being uh, dragged out of a top bunk, taken to some kind of torture chamber just off a car park, which I'm assuming it will be an understory car park, and you can't remember yeah, much after yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah. And there was definitely an x-ray, yeah? I think so. I got my arm tied up. <laughs> it's fun. Belgium's nice. fucking awesome. They like they had this nativity scene in the big square in Brussels, and uh, on New Year's Eve, and it had live animals in it. It had like a cow and four or five sheep. Did it have a donkey? I th- um, I, to be honest, I can't really remember. But what I can remember is that the Belgians got that pissed up that they all stormed this nativity scene and let the animals out at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so the revelations of new of new of nineteen eighty nine arriving to the world in Belgium was met with a stampeding sheep. That actually sounds like a good New Year's Eve. Good, it was probably my best New Year's Eve. It's been all downhill since then. I don't think I've had a good New Year's Eve. Yeah. Well, you know, fancy dress parties when you're a kid. Days. I never had that. I never had parties when I was a kid. I had lots of cousins. I can't, I can't remember the last good New Year's Eve. Well, I can't remember many New Year's Eve. In fact, last New Year's Eve, was it the New Year's Eve before? I don't know. I was you have to a, give us a clue. I was being a barman <laughs> in the basement of well, It must house. have been the year before. Cause... I wasn't there last year, was it? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I, and I, then I bought myself a bottle of rum, and I was drunk, spewed up and in bed by 10 o'clock. <laughs> really? That's yeah. pretty awesome. It's horrible. I passed out on the stairs. Not good. I've only ever spent one New Year's with you guys, I think. I, I generally like to go to bed. I don't even know how I saw it. Oh, yeah, I do. Barcelona. Yeah, we've all heard about that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Everyone. All our 2,000 fans have all yeah. heard about it as well. Perhaps. But um, Ace Car's all is forgiven. <laughs> like yeah. You made up now. Well, they seem to. I think that they've seen the error of their ways, and like out of desperation, I had to ring them one night, and then they arrived with the utmost swiftness. The service was impeccable, and the fare was very reasonable. So, uh, 
Yeah, Ace Cars. Use Ace Cars. We're going to plug them again now. Yeah. Oh. Um, what were we on about before then? You going to sleep with an air dryer. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So since then, it's not directly related to my mother, but I love hair dryers in general. You know how much you love hair dryers. You're going like that, woo! When you put it down your pants. <laughs> you put it down your top. Or down your back. Um, There's a little laughter here. <laughs> Over here, this kind of a dubious... I'm not sure. You must have done that bollocks to you if you haven't. To be honest, I've you've never gone like that. I just put the hairdryer. I haven't really been anywhere near a hairdryer in the last. Is this your? Uh, is this your go op, uh, observational comedy? <laughs> you know, no. you <laughs> up your asshole. No, I'm being serious. I don't know. I've you haven't done that. No, I don't use a hairdryer. You've never. You, you your mother didn't ever go like. I'll be joining you and I'll go. Whoop. <laughs> no, no. I don't think I don't look at me like that. What? I don't do that. You thing, must. You know what I'm talking about. I is, don't. I've never used that hairdryer in my life. The problem is when you say I've got a penis. When you <laughs> when you say like, oh, do you, have you, if your mum ever gone whoop with a hairdryer, you're pointing and doing like physical actions about where she might be putting the hairdryer. But the people listening, they have no oh, yeah, idea. They don't have, a they have no idea. That where was you're that was down the collar. This is issue 11, right? And we've recorded probably about 40 of these. And Paul still hasn't got the grips <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the audio medium. How did you get carried away? Well, any, anyway. Anyway, no one else goes to sleep listening to hair dryers or laptops whirling. That would annoy me. The, so that you have no comfort thing sounds? I listen to, yeah, I listen Nothing to, that reminds I listen to podcasts. Safe. But I don't listen to our own podcast. I used to listen to podcasts. I used to listen to the Frank Skinner show and the Richard Herring and Andrew Collins podcast when I went to sleep. Um, but I, you can't do that. You can't do no, it. No, because you're going to sleep. No, I know halfway through and I'm asleep. Ten minutes in and I'm asleep. I mean, it's nice. It sends you to sleep. Yeah, and then you want to listen to that. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, then you can start it, what... the next night. You can start it ten minutes on. No, no, no. no go because, from there. No, because I'm asleep after ten minutes, and after seven minutes, it's all just dream creation. That's you know, fine. it's just like mental images, and I'm not really listening to what they're saying. I have to admittedly, some weeks I'll probably listen to the uh, Radio Four Friday Night Comedy podcast. About four times in the week. Because I'll go, oh, I haven't heard that. And then I'll put it on and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I have heard this. And then I'll get to a point where I don't remember any of it anymore. So I'll carry on listening to it. Well, the only thing that's getting me to sleep these days is uh, Paul McKenna's hypnotic induction. Right. That's the only thing I can do. Honestly, I've got myself into like... You know who's a fraud? <laughs> what are you on about? Well, he's a fraud. You're a fraud. <laughs> No, he's not. <laughs> he's not claiming to do anything like send you to sleep. What do you mean? I mean, I know someone that... Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, he's got me then. His PA. I know Paul McKenna's PA, and I've talked at length with her, and it's all a sham. Like, what is like a sham? Him. What's a sham? What he does. What does the he product, do? the, the, the public... Incorporated limited company that is Paul McKenna and all his bullshit, all his stuff. What even change your life in seven days by Paul McKenna? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a book? You're looking at your book. You are looking at your book. Change your life in seven days. Have you read it, Paul? 
Yeah, but this well, did you did you change your life? It ch- it totally changed my life. How long for did it change? Yeah, you know, you've got to the fifth page. No, the it, that'll be the third time I've read it, Bob. <laughs> right, well, and that's, that's, did it not change your life? That came with a free CD at the back, and that's the did one it I listened to. Your life? Every night to send me to sleep. Yeah, of course it changed my life. Can I ask you a how? question? How has it changed your life? Why is my business card your bookmark <laughs> in this book? <laughs> it, look, it is. Look. One it's man went to moon. It's a nice tree there. That is a nice tree. It's false advertising though. Yeah, because I might think you're a tree surgeon. Yeah. Anybody in Leeds um, <laughs> <laughs> requiring any garden work, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me at joethemoe at hotmail.co.uk and I'll be around to give you a extortion it's quote. Like is this all just a, like a... This is what it's becoming with him, isn't it? Yeah, it's an advertising vehicle. Who's gonna bloody phone you up? So I'll carry you mode, please. The reason that that changed my life. That book. How did it change <laughs> your life? For the worst. I've known you I'm for guessing a while. that if this book changed your life in seven days, it will only be that you've gone fuck. <laughs> for the first time in my life, I've read a book in seven days, and it's taught me nothing. I've wasted seven days of my life. Other than there is great literature out there, which I could have spent. Why would the last you? Seven how, why days. would you have to? Read it like four times. If it's going to change your life and make it better, why would you have to go back? That guy changed it a little bit, but not quite enough for me yet. Keep doing it, keep doing it. Fuck off. Keep on the positive. All right, all right, all right. The book wasn't so good, but the CD sounds a bit What is it? Yeah, because it's not a hypnotist. He's not, he can't hypnotise, it's what fake, it's all a facade. Well, how come it sends me to sleep then? What and then he goes, then, because if you then he goes, three, two, one. Paul, we wake up now, and I'm like, oh, I'm awake. Paul, we've Why won't. would you want that if you're trying to get to sleep? Well, this is, and that was one of the suggestions I was going to make. <laughs> I was actually going to try and digitally edit it, so he get the wake up bit at the end, so he just sends me to sleep. It has already become clear that you are quite able to be sent to sleep by a fucking hairdryer. So, so basically, Paul, Paul McKenna is no better. Yeah, the than things a he has to say is about as valuable as, as the hair sound that hairdryer yeah. makes. Effectively, it's just it's a fucking it's like a placebo, isn't it? Basically, it's a change your life in seven days. So, fucking idiots. Who, who bought you this? Your mum. <laughs> Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. So your mum, your mum bought you this book, and then you read it in seven days, and then go, "Oh, right, my life's going to be better now." And all it's doing is making your head feel like your life's better. It's not your fucking pathetic life. is still the same <laughs> as it always was. Yeah, that's true. You know, my mum like, was my mum was into Reiki at the time. If that's bullshit as well. Um, if have we covered this on the podcast before? If what? you could be invisible for a day. I think, have we? Because you said that you know. Oh. Well, first thing I'll do, I'll, I'll open it up to the, to the panel later on, but the first thing I would do is, if I could be invisible for a day, is to go to a Paul McKenna live show and prod him in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> Continuously. <laughs> that is the first thing you do. That's a, you're invisible, that's the first thing you do. So yeah. while you're invisible, no matter where he was in the world or country, <laughs> Yeah. You would actually board. Hang on. Well, even think about it. Even think if it about took it. seven hours to get to the venue that he was playing, it wouldn't matter. No problem. Because You'd I could get on any hours. form of transport I liked. And I could be. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd anyway, be the fastest form of transport would still be a plane. And How would even you if know? it was in New York, you'd waste seven hours of your day um, of invisibility. I don't know if you, I mean, it's like the 3rd of March 2011. I don't know if you've heard of this recent phenomenon that's come up with. It's called the internet. Like, which is a, you know, celebrities, you can pretty much find out where they are in the world. Can you? Yeah, via the, via the internet. Where's Angelina Jolie then? 
Well, no, because she's not a celebrity that does live shows. <laughs> so you'd have to friend. wait for him to do a oh, tour, then, wouldn't you? What if he wasn't touring when you had... What if he was busy writing another book for Paul to waste seven days of his life reading? Busy writing another book. Sorry, I've just realised my mistake. I, I think you just uh, <laughs> laid down the challenge. I want you to read that book. I'm not going to read and it. And listen intently to the hypnotic induction I'm CD. Not gonna read and I want to see if your life changes I'm within not, those seven days. I'm just going to become a more angry person than well, I was already. Seven days, what you got I'm going to be seven, <laughs> seven days more angry than I was seven days ago. No, you'll be great. All right, right okay. So if it's, so, if it's a stupid idea for me to go to... If that was me being invisible for a day... No, invisible. If I could just be invisible, that would why be Why would you need to be invisible? See, so all you want to do with your invisibility... To freak him out! But why do you want to do is oh, There are strange external <laughs> forces, and these horrible people that I'm exploiting for their cash, there might be something in this, but I don't understand it, and I can't grasp it. And I'd get to see him have a, a full physical and mental <laughs> breakdown Are you stage. saying that hypnotism doesn't work? Yeah. Bollocks. Hypnotism does work. Proof. I'll hypnotise you. Go on then. <laughs> Go on, do it now. No, next podcast, I'm going to get a hypnotic thing and I'm going to try and hypnotise you. A hypnotic you. thing? What? Yeah. A hairdryer? Or, or someone in a bath? I'll just play the last podcast here. <laughs> While in a bath. And Bob's blowing a hairdryer around. And somebody hoovering. No, what I'll do is, I'll get a hypnotic script together. Right. Yeah, and I'll try and hypnotise you. Okay. Do you think that's going to make for the best audio performance? Well, we'll see, won't we? Because they all might be hypnotised by it as well. What would you do if you were invisible? What would the, what would be the first? I thing wouldn't you... spend hours no. of my life. The thing is, you're, you've got, you're invisible, right? And the first the, the first thing that you want to do is just go and cause someone else harm. You want to cause mischief. It's the first thing that comes into your head. Yeah. It's caused mischief. Yeah, pretty much. Nothing for yourself. You just want to. Well, what could I? What What could I do? Steal loads of money. Oh, what? No, because it's me that's invisible. It's not everything else that's invisible. No, I want. So you couldn't even go. Why are there wads of twenty pound notes floating out of the? All bank? right. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Are you naked? Well, I, yeah, I have to. Be. What if the invisibility wore off? As in the newest, you were there, poking in the ear, completely stark naked. This section It wouldn't happen, I've got control of the invisibility. Okay. But do you have to be naked, or is it more of one of those, whatever you're wearing at the time of invisibility? If it doesn't matter, if you can't see it, it doesn't matter. No, it does matter because... Does that invisibility of your, let's say, you're wearing a jacket for the for the benefit of the listeners. Bobby's wearing a jacket right now. Could, if he In went invisible terms. right now, yeah, yeah, could he take off that jacket, wrap that invisible jacket around loads of money? No, the way I and see it is invisible? that, yes, you would have to be naked because you couldn't make things that touch you be invisible because of everything, everything would be invisible. Because if, if what you touched was invisible... Yeah. No, I still reckon you could do it. No, I don't think so. I still reckon you could do it. All right, I'll give you an example, like right? Court Bank, Vicar Lane, Leeds, yeah? Oh, here he goes again with his local fucking references. All right, any bank, don't matter. Wait until somebody goes to the behind the thing, yeah? Right, uh, here sneaking. he goes again with his clear explanation. Sneaking the door. Sneaking the door, yeah. Sneaking okay. the door, yeah? So you get behind it, you're just waiting behind one of the... Tell it. What do you call it? Tell us? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they're going 1, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. They leave the drawer open, yeah? Yeah. You want that? 
Why would you have to look away? Pretend you're not doing it. Alright, you look intently and do it. And then you keep it really close to the floor like that and you walk out like that with a bundle of cash. And you do that ten times. Yeah, but then everyone's going to go, fuck me, there's a moving bundle of cash along the floor. Fuck yeah, this is rude. No, the only thing that you can do is cause and effect. That's what I'm saying. The parameters of the rules. But you could observe. You could observe anything you want. You could observe. You could be anywhere. No one could see you. But you've got to be naked, and it's not going to wear off. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to wear off until you want it to wear off. Time. Oh no, hang on. You're in control of the wearing off. Yeah, you're in control because you've been turned invisible at your own command, and you can turn it off. You can turn it off and back on. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a once in a lifetime opportunity. This is a this is a click your fingers. But I'm let's invisible. say it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. What the fuck would you do? What would be, what would you do? No idea. Oh come on, no bollocks! Idea. You don't know what you do. What would you do? First thing I'd do. What? <laughs> Where's the nearest? No, because I mean that would be the, that would be. The... Will you go in the girls' changing rooms no, at the gym? Not the girls' changing rooms. The girl, <laughs> <laughs> women's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There would know. be a lot of fucking masturbation. I'll be honest. <laughs> there would be a lot. But yeah. are all your bodily fluids invisible yeah. as well? Yeah, they are. That's alright. That's a relief for everyone, I think. No, because it's not as good. When you actually break it down, it's not as good as it sounds, is it? You couldn't nick anything. Because the thing that you, that what you, well, you, that's you like, want to cause mischief and you want to steal things. What sort and of you're, are you? And you don't want to do anything. You can't see any well, of I'm just trying to use a gift that, that <laughs> I have for that short space of time as an opportunity to set my life up properly. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't just want to use it for perversion. Well, I don't think there'd be much more than you could do that, than freak people out. Uh, there isn't. There isn't. You, could, you, go and, you could go and do things that you. Like, for example, you could get. You could, Get on. You say you could get on a plane somewhere. You could yeah. go and see the world, couldn't you, for yeah, free? Because yeah. you could sneak on. And planes. the world couldn't see you. And the and no one would. Yeah. No one would know you were a tourist. Yeah. But hang on. So you. Well, you'd have to take some clothes with you, though. Why? Well, this is the thing. You... Because if you want to eat, how are you going to eat? How are you going to once you say you want to go? To, like, I want to go and see the pyramids, right? All right. So I get, on, get the on a plane. Plane to naked. Egypt. Good naked. place to go nowadays. Go on a plane to Egypt naked. You've got no clothes. Spot, have you? Right. right, so you get out there, you go and see all the bits, you say, oh, I'm a bit hungry, I'm a bit, I'm, in fact, I'm bloody starving, because I didn't get anything on the plane, because yeah. I, I didn't get any food, because I'm not a real passenger, Yeah. right, I'm a bit, I'm bloody starving now, how do you get to sleep? No, I've, I know, I know, I know, oh. right, that bit where they've got the You're going to come with some from. kind of fucking Bear grills type. <laughs> <laughs> no, that bit where they get the food from, they're not there all the time, are they? So while they're walking down the aisle, you've run up and just got oh, no, no, no. <laughs> on like the plane. And I'm talking like, about oh, oh, then so you've stolen that's some. That's weird. Where's the food gone? So you've stolen like, some food. You've stolen some food on the plane. Oh, you're in Egypt now. Yeah. Okay. Where do you get your food from in Egypt? Okay. Right. I'll tell you what I do. Airport. Right. right. Yeah. No, I know what you'd do. I know what you'd do. Right. Because people wouldn't look at you if you were in Egypt. People, right, what you do is you go to a market and you pick up a carpet, right? And you, you, <laughs> you put the carpet on your head. <laughs> Pretending it's a magic carpet. Yeah, right. And then, the, and then everyone would be going like, ooh, that's a magic carpet. They wouldn't notice this food disappearing into everything as you walk, walk past the food stores. That's what you I do. wasn't thinking that. You'd have to go somewhere. You no, had to I know, sneak in it was somewhere better than what you were doing. Where there was food really on it. There was, you had to sneak in somewhere where there was food and no one looking at it. No! It? How would you eat food when people are looking at us? There'll be like food just rising up out of dishes and into. 
nothing. Well, what I'd do, I'd get into the mat or somewhere, and then I'd go invisibility off. But then you're naked. No, I'd wrap myself in a shawl. Where are you getting a shawl from? In the back room of a <laughs> shawl holster. <laughs> so you're walking out in just a shawl. Yeah. Alright. Alright, and then you go out. And then you can go about your normal business. Oh, but you haven't got any money. Yeah, why are you going to buy a food oh, with? Right, do you know what? Invisibility is a curse. It's not good. You know what? You're just going to go down the gym, have a look in the female changing rooms, yeah, and then, and then go home. <laughs> and go home, that's fine. That's all so, I want. Effectively, you're still going to have to have a... Um, you know. It's not, it's not good, is it? It's not, it's not anything positive. All it promotes is voyeurism. Yeah. But you can do that online anyway. Invisibility? Shit. Yeah, I don't want invisibility. No. Maybe actually, I do. I want to go and pop Paul McKenna in the ear. <laughs> ah, well, he's with me. Look at the way that Paul McKenna writes. He's such, a, he's such a lyrical genius with the way he constructs a sentence. What is a self-image? Your self-image is the way you see yourself in your don't imagination. Don't hypnotise me. <laughs> the reason your self-image is so powerful is because your behaviour will almost never deviate from this internal map. It acts as a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy telling you how to behave or perform or to act consistently with the act of the person you think you are. Yet many people don't realise that even they have an image of themselves until they... See, it's gab. It's fucking... You don't, you don't know nothing. Don't right? throw that around. That's a present from his mother. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could get people's presents and throw them around. Yeah. Speaking of presents, you know how Paul plays with his own... Child's Christmas and birthday oh, presents yeah. before. Yeah, fully yeah. aware of that. Right. Yeah. Well, my daughter turned four on Monday, and it was her birthday party on uh, on Saturday. Do you know what Paul did with his infinite, you know, with his disposable income and his supposed like love of my daughter, <laughs> love for my daughter? Um, do you know what Paul got my daughter for, uh, for her birthday? Um, was it? I'll tell you, Bob. It was an invisible cat. <laughs> <laughs> you go, what? turned up to my daughter's fourth and first birthday party and he said, Hi Minnie, I've got you an invisible cat. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I got her a card. Alright, I'm gonna justify this. I'm gonna justify this. I woke up very late on Saturday. I was very hungover. Um I got her a card. But then I was like, oh, well, I can't. Why don't you just give her your Xbox Connect or something like that? No. Well, that's, easy. That's, <laughs> sorry, that's, that's your son's Xbox Connect, anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I woke up late and I was like, well, I've got to give her a gift. So I gave her an invisible cat. I thought she'd That's not like giving it. her a gift. That is a gift. That's tricking that, a young child into thinking they've got something they haven't got. No, it's good, it's good. It was, she said it was a favourite gift. <laughs> she didn't. No. No, no she didn't. She said it was the shittiest gift she's ever had. <laughs> she said Uncle Paul's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I think she loves Please me, don't invite Uncle Paul to any more formal family functions. Uh, he stinks of beer and he was shaking. <coughs> was shaking. He was shaking really badly, man. All I needed was more beer. Just some rum. There wasn't anything. That party was <laughs> I know, man. Sorry. Sorry. All, I, all I had was some orange jade. 
It's like, fucking hell. That's what happens when you leave it to the missus to sort out the spread, man. I held it together, I think. I think no, I it, was, it, it was lovely to see you. Well, I'm very proud of you for coming. Um, we've, we've had an email in from uh, Joel Murray, which... Uh, <laughs> Again? Yeah, yeah. He did. Oh, we've had several emails, um, but yeah, we've had one from Joel Murray that um, Bob's going to read out. It's not. It doesn't appear to be finished, but I'm not sure that matters. I'm sure it is. I'm sure... I'm sure it's... No, it definitely is finished. Jay. Is it? Is right. it? Yeah. Okay. It, well, might, have, it might have finished slightly abruptly, but well, it's definitely finished. Can tell you a lot about a person. It's somehow. It's not in comics. No, it? it's really weird though, because it's it's obviously printed out. It's definitely printed out, right? <laughs> it's definitely been sent to us and printed out. Yeah. We seem to have managed to find a font on his computer. It's exactly like Joe Tarfy's handwriting. <laughs> no, that's that. Oh no, 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 no! That, <laughs> you can get yeah, them. I've marketed that. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, you write yeah. each individual letter, you photograph it, you upload no, it. No, yeah, I have a it's font creator. Yeah. Oh, right, so you... He's obviously a massive fan. No, no, it's, it, that's how it appears when it goes on to, when you copy and paste it into your Word. Uh, or into right. your computer. Yeah. yeah. Your, all your emails come up in your own handwriting. Yeah, possibly. Is that how it works? Possibly. All right, well, I'll read it anyway. So he's yeah. emailed this to avoiding the issues at gmail.com. Yeah, not avoiding the issue. I think a lot of people, I think everyone else is emailing that. Which is the wrong email address. Yeah, but well, Avoiding just the issues let's make that really clear. Shows <laughs> that Joel Murray is an astute listener. Hang on a minute. Avoiding the issues at gmail.com. Yeah. So you couldn't have got avoiding the issue at googlemail.com. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't confuse. All right, well, let's not confuse. Don't confuse the, the hundreds of listeners. Issues. Avoiding the issues at gmail.com. Or you can text us to 8666. What? No, they can't. It's just that I'm just throwing them a, a, a curveball. I spent three quid the other day texting the ITV um, Champions League competition. You're a fucking what arsehole. You, what? Yeah, what were you going to win? It's the only thing I'm suckered by. What were you possibly going to win? The Champions League final. You were going to win the Champions League final? final. <laughs> yeah. You were going to win it? It, it was, was like, glorious. It was a competition. Do you want to win the Champions League final? Text this brilliant. number. All that money that all those... Billionaire investors have put into all these top flight European clubs. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Champions League final, FA Cup final. Um, before we go to Joel Murray's email, should we, um, should we talk about yesterday's sport? I'm not talking about it. What, what do you mean yesterday's sport? What happened in yesterday's sport? I seem to remember, I seem to recall, I don't know if this got to you, Joe, but I seem to recall texting you. <laughs> about a second after Ireland knocked the runs off, saying I refuse to talk about cricket. Oh, tomorrow. are we talking? Oh, were you referring to the cricket sport? Yeah, I the cricket sport. Yes, yes. <laughs> cricket is currently my most favourite sport in the entire world. That's weird because it's also my favourite sport <laughs> oh, at the moment. It's weird. What it's weird reason that's... is it? Well, that it's really weird like that two like. English people <laughs> suddenly loves cricket as soon as Ireland beat them on the cricket. Well, are you some kind of masochist? Oh, I love getting beat. I love my country getting beat. That's what I like. I don't believe in borders and boundaries. I just believe that my blood is uh, my blood runs green. Is that right? Yeah. Well, not really, because I think on the last podcast I admitted that I wasn't Irish in the slightest. It was just a, your blood, a facade. Your blood runs green, just like that Budweiser in America on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, exactly. Um, for the benefit of the listeners, Bob, can mm. you just explain what we're talking about? Yes, Ireland, got, Ireland beat England. Won some 
fucking Irishman got really lucky started going started just going and he, everything he ate he was like he stuck his bat in the way and he somehow it flew like for six has that happened to you before? what? I've hit a six before, yeah. I've yeah, hit like, what what one six in your life. I've hit loads of sixes. Really? Hundreds. How no. many? How many? Lots. Yeah, but how many? I've hit lots of sixes. Do you know the number? I don't know the number. I've hit loads. I've hit loads of sixes. Right, if it goes above that wall, that's yeah, a six. No, no, no. no. I've, hit, I've yeah. hit plenty of sixes in my time. The boundaries of Kirkland to Village are shorter than the average pit. Don't you worry about it. I've hit plenty of sixes in my time. So, what you're saying is, so who's better at cricket? England, one of the top-ranked nations and an official test nation, or Ireland? I think you've answered your own question. A supposed minnow. You've, you've answered your own question. I love cricket. Have I ever slated cricket? Because <laughs> I, I love I quite enjoy cricket. I, I particularly like that team that come from Ireland. Yeah, um, Ireland. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the Do most... you want to tell the listeners your interesting fact about the... Well, yeah, I might get on to it. Yeah, I mean, the most surprising thing is that England haven't stolen all of the good Irish cricketers before they had a chance to play. Why? Well, what? the interesting fact is, when England played the Netherlands yeah. last, oh, right. last week... Yeah. Oh. Uh, is it the Netherlands now? It's not Holland? Well, no. Definitely in the Netherlands. No, Holland is the English word for Netherlands. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Holland. I wouldn't Holland. like to sound ill-informed. I wouldn't want Adam Le Champ to put no, no, no. anything. Um, Stephen Fry will probably get in touch with Stephen me. Stephen Fry is a fucking cunt. Um, so, what are the options? Holland is one of the Netherlands. Eh? It's like a county almost. It's like a count. It's like a. It's a part of the Netherlands. Holland is, and that's where all the good stuff is. That's where Amsterdam and all that lot is. Right. Okay. Let's but there are other parts of the Netherlands which isn't Holland. Like what? Grolly other Grolly. bits. I don't know. I don't know exactly the boundaries, but it's like it's like saying. You know, well, hang on. So, so I think you'll find Holland. Are you saying is... that on, on, on Dutch TV, right, when England playing in the World Cup, it says Kent versus Argentina? No, I'm not saying that at all. But is, are you saying that we're that's wrong. what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing. No, it's like saying if you're having it's like having a British team and everyone calling them England, that's what it's like, right? Right, okay. Um, so all the, obviously all the best stuff is in England, and all, and the rest of it's fairly useless and pointless. It might as well not be there, but it's still officially part of Great Britain. Okay. okay. What's I say? Are you freaking texting? No, I'd love to say something about this. I, I well, do you want say... to do your text first, or do you want to join in? Oh no, I'll, jo- I'll join. Are in. you going I think I think we should end the podcast with you telling that joke that your dad. Just I, I was just about to say. Not um, <laughs> Actually, Bob, I think you'll find what happened is Holland is actually... Oh, you um, freaking locked it up! <laughs> you locked it up! Hang on, let him speak. It was the Count of Holland in the 16th... From the 10th century to the 16th century, Holland uh, proper was a unified political region, a country ruled by the Count of Holland. By the 7th century, Holland had risen to backwards. become a maritime and economic power, dominating the other provinces of the Dutch Republic. Right, so Holland is made, uh, Netherlands is made up of North Holland and South Do you ever feel that it'd be better if we did this podcast just for <laughs> <with you? laughs> No, I just found that genuinely interesting, so that's why I looked it up. Yeah. I, well, I, I can just hear I'm it. glad you found it interesting, because I'm fairly <laughs> sure that absolutely no one else did. I've just heard But Bob, people. you are right, you are right. Um, Holland is actually... Part you, of the Netherlands. No, 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 it's, it's just a, a, 
a way of describing the Netherlands. No, can you hear that? Can, no, can, can you two hear that? Okay. The sound of 2099. <laughs> 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 anyway, well, they something. Well, in the cricket game between England and the Netherlands, yes. um, the, the, there were more players. No, you're not delivering it well, Stan. No, again. I'm trying. Well, I was, I, I was trying to think of a really good way of delivering it, but then I failed. So <laughs> then I kind of had to go back to a very good But I feel one. that I've helped you out by making you start again. By correcting you. In the cricket game between England and the Netherlands. When's that taking place? It was last week. Oh, right. In the cricket game? In the cricket World Cup game. There were four people mm-hmm. who were born in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. There were seven players who were born in England. Mm-hmm. And eight players were born in South Africa. Wow. I don't understand how that works. More South Africans were playing in that game than, how than many any for, other. How many for the Netherlands? How many for England? Four of the England players were seven. born in... Four. No, I thought you said there were four English people. No, it was seven English. At least four that were South African. But how is that allowed? Because there were, because some of them have got English parents, uh, some of them you can qualify just from residency. What is it about the Canadian team? Ninety percent of them are one from of the them. One of them is Canadian. One of them's Canadian. Well, actually, no, I don't know this for fact. One of them that has a Wikipedia page <laughs> is Canadian. <laughs> the others, I don't know. Have you spent your time Wikipedia in all the squads of the Cricket World Cup? Well, you just have to go onto the Cricket World Cup squad page, and then you can go from oh, there. It's all there together. Of course, of course, sorry. It's all there together. My ignorance. So anyway, we've had this email from Joel Murray, and let's get it read out. Hi guys, it's me, Joel Murray again. Remember I wrote to you not long ago? Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember that. That was a podcast ago. Go on. Sometimes I struggle to remember, because I have to troll through so many emails <laughs> to get the, uh, get the good ones. Um... Well, I have only just been able to listen to the last two podcasts because the pig has been constipated, so I haven't been able to power the generator. It really made my decade hearing you read out my email. My little tinkle dinkle got all excited and did a little dribble. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe, why would you put that in? <laughs> Let's see what he's got to say. Anyway, good news. I have been hitching rides to Rodham on the coal cart every day to collect tin cans out of bins, which I am able to exchange for coins off a man in a shed in Hillsborough. <laughs> wow. Anyway, long story short, I should have enough coins to get to Leeds by 2013, so hopefully we can meet up. Yeah, we'll meet up, 2013, we'll still be doing this. Yeah, I reckon. He, sound, he sounds like he's an avid listener anyway, so we should definitely... You know, we, we owe him one, don't we? We do, we definitely we do. do. I like Carlsberg Lager, it's probably the best lager in the world. Admittedly, it's the only beer they sell in Sheffield. My mum lets me share a can with my dad every other Friday after she's cleaned all the clothes for Mr. Smythe up the road. Anyway, hope to see you all soon. Bye! Oh, oh that's really cute. That is nice. It's really cute. I hope he gets in touch again. I really I enjoy his emails. I do enjoy his emails. Do you know what? I, do you know what? I think Just following should... the trail of his emails, I think he probably will. Um, go on. <laughs> do you know what I think we should do right now? I think we should um, encourage the people that have already emailed in to all of them to get <laughs> all you know, of them not all of them because oh. some of the emails were just weird the ones that we definitely wouldn't read out uh, but the, the email from Matthew Jenner please discuss the banality and pointlessness of human existence <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah alright Jenner <laughs> I think we actually encapsulate that quite well even without trying <laughs> yeah well yeah possibly I think one of the more interesting emails e- emails e- emails we've had is from 
Adam Le Champ? <laughs> Something like that. Adam Le Champ. That, um, that a French man. I'd quite like to put an open invite um, to have him something to, to, to come and join us one day, maybe. Well, if he wants to, he so can get in touch and. We can't pay his airfare, though. No. No, no way. So maybe one day. But if it, say, for example, he's in the region, yeah. maybe he'd like to pop along for a chat. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> no. No. You've got to have a dream. <laughs> one day. Maybe so. Um, yeah, on that. Rather small bottle show. <laughs> um, should we call it a day? Today. It's a day. It's a day. Bye. 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 Bye.